Hello, podcast pals, and uh, welcome. Welcome to yet another episode of the pod. Um, I hope you've been well. I hope you've remained as healthy as you possibly could as we continue to work on those goals and aspirations for the year 2024. So today, I want to steer our direction into another elusive topic of conversation, and that is earn your luck. Earn your luck. Well, some consider luck to be a random occurrence, and while others simply believe that like luck may be the existence of good or bad forces influencing events, yeah? So, as usual, I took some time to ponder on this attractive idea that uh, this thing called luck uh, could possibly be exactly that. Uh, as alleged, uh, the amalgamation of randomness. The amalgamation of randomness. Or events, or colliding, or perhaps, like my good scientist friends would metaphorically put it, uh, the holy grail of entropy. The holy grail of entropy. <laughs> I, I just love how that rolls off the tongue. It, it's 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 such a bliss, and in as much as I really love that, I I really do enjoy spending time with uh, scientists and striking conversations on things. Yeah, it's it's quite uh, riveting, if you will, to to witness how intellectually or intellectual orgasmic scientists tend to be. Uh, although, yeah, of course, I say this with the utmost respect that I've got for the scientific community out there. Um, it is simply, uh, words may fail me here, perhaps it is such a delight or a felicity, and, and I'm absolutely grateful for the moment we spend together with scientists and the scientific community. So to all the scientists out there, thank you. Yeah. Well, if you've listened to the first few episodes, you would know that it is just about customary on the pod to get into definitions. So right into it. Luck, Oxford. Good things that happen to you by chance, not because of your own efforts or abilities. Good things that happen to you by chance, not because of your own efforts or abilities. Well, uh, this definition is oxymoronic to the topic of the day, earn your luck. <laughs> so let's make a clean breast of this muddled messaging here. Let's imagine a disruption to a, a godly lux zone, uh, which is the habitable zone of our planet in relation to the sun, yeah? where life can be sustained. Uh, briefly put, this is really uh, the position of our planet as it is right now. 
a deviation from the habitable zone would be a catastrophic series of events to life as we know it here on Earth. Uh, it is the energy extended from our bright star of the sun uh, that maintains the godly lux zone that in turn maintains order uh, which ultimately cannibalizes life on earth as it is known today yeah well it would not be fair for entropy to get airtime yeah and and leave order out of the conversation so let's bring order into this conversation <laughs> pun intended so Order, Oxford, the way in which people or things are placed or arranged in relation to each other, the way in which people or things are placed in relation to each other. So, biologically, uh, the human body requires on average 37 degrees Celsius or somewhere in the neighborhood of 98 degrees Fahrenheit, depending on the system you're using in your part of the world. Yeah. And this is required to remain alive and well. So to obey the system requirement, we spend our time eating food that contains calories, which is the measure of unit for energy. And this is one of the reasons we eat food. <laughs> yes. One of the principal objectives for consuming food is to increase the levels of temperature through calorie intake, which is the unit of measure for energy. So, have you ever felt on a deceased body? Well, I have, but of a different animal and not humans. Uh, and, and, and that state of death is when no energy is burned. Or in other words, the body is not burning any more calories. It feels cold. And really, this is simply because the temperature of the body has gone down to room temperature. Yeah? It isn't cold. It is at room temperature. There are no longer calories being burned. And so the consumption of food does not guarantee life, although it undoubtedly increases its chances. The more energy the body burns, the more it stays in that so-called habitable zone and earns its luck to stay alive and see another day. Oftentimes, we find ourselves in positions in life where failure is not an option. And these may come in different forms. That could be having that family business working and succeeding, or that could look like making sure that promotion comes so that, you know, you increase your quality of life. Yeah, failure is just not an option. Uh, we have endless reasons for which we think that failure should not be an option. Yeah? I put it to you this way. Luck lies in the elusive chasms bridging the seeker and their coveted destination, impervious to the sway of the evolution. Yet, 
energy is the fuel that ignites the vehicle to propel them forward in their journey. <laughs> that was my little poetic signature there. Uh, hang on, I, I, I gotta say it again for the ones in the back. Luck lies in the elusive chasms bridging the seeker and their coveted destination, impervious to the sway of their volition. Yet, energy is the fuel that ignites the vehicle to propel them forward in their journey. Hmm. Uh, to put it plainly, the more energy consumed, the more fuel is generated to propel one to their destination. And that place we call the habitable zone, or simply life in the case of humans. Yeah? Earn your luck. Burn your energy. Spend your life consuming energy. The more you consume, the luckier you get at living and seeing another day. The more you consume, the luckier you get at living and seeing another day. As you go about your day today and face the inevitable challenges that life brings about, exhaust your options and consume your energy. In good time, you will arrive at your godly luck zone or the place we call the habitable zone. And only you know what that looks like. So trust the process and earn your luck. It's been a pleasure. Cheers. Cheers.